Hello, my name is Andrew Denny, and I welcome you to Couture and Construction, a weekly show dedicated to the people and stories behind beautiful places, recorded live in the Textures Nashville showroom inside the Nashville Design Collective. Episode 38, Slab Selection. Stone, quartz, marble, granite, the jewelry of our kitchens and baths. Whether formed by man or Mother Earth, the color and story these materials share help define our spaces. Bold or subtle, texture or smooth, options abound for everyone. Joining us today to discuss this topic is Megan Downs. Megan is a stone industry professional with seven years experience within the building and design industry, including architecture and design, stone fabrication, and most recently stone distribution. Currently, she is an account manager at AGNM, Architectural Granite and Marble, selling natural stone and metro quartz. She is an active member of the NKBA and ASID design organizations and is certified by the Natural Stone Institute to present under their CEU program. Welcome, Megan. Thanks for being with us today. Always good to see you. Hello, Andrew. Thank you for having me. Glad to be here. Well, we owe you. Thanks for taking the time to come in. Hey, so before we start, let's share with our audience, who is Megan Downs? Tell us a little bit about you, your family, professional career background. I hear you're uh, also kind of your hobby or second job as a photographer. Love to hear about that. Yes, for sure. (laughs) So um, before I forget, I am a mama. I have a a three and a half year old girl, Elle Downs, and then a a baby boy. He's uh, seven months old, seven months old, Mac. So Elle and Mac are my... Oh, that's awesome. Proud and joy. And Does that keep you busy? Keeps me very busy. Yeah. yeah. Very busy. But we're having fun. Yeah. Just living uh what do I say? What do I say? I say we are surviving, not thriving. <laughs> so that's my go to these days. But loving every minute. Um I have a wonderful husband, Michael. Um we live out in Thompson Station. Um and uh yeah, that's uh lived all over the city, lived in um I've lived in Franklin, close to downtown, Cool Springs. Um, the Gulch, East Nashville. Wow. So, yeah. Seen it grow a lot. Moved here in 2006. Uh, yep. Right after I graduated from Auburn University. Or Damn Eagle. (laughs) Um, so those are, those are kind of my personal life things that I didn't want to, you know, forget about. But yes, I am a photographer. I started in, uh. 2013, and I've my joke also with that is I started with babies with bugs, and now I do interiors. Actually. Oh, cool! So Very it goes cool. right hand in hand with um with the stone industry and the design industry and everything that we do. Oh, um, but yeah, awesome. that's a little side gig. Um, but now, as we you know, I'm a uh, account manager for Architectural Granite Marble Selling Stone Slinging Stone is what we say. <laughs> um, but it, I've been uh, aging in for three years. Prior to that, I was working for Fabricator Smoky Mountain Tops. Oh, cool! Um, prior to that, I was at an architecture firm, um, MJM Architects, out of nice. Nashville. Um, did a lot of big box commercial stuff, is what they're known for. And um, actually, before that, worked at um, had a little. Stint at a plastic surgeon. I uh, worked at a fitness club for several years. Wow! So you know, worked worked around Nashville, lived around Nashville, um, and here I am today, sitting in Texture Studio with the Design Collective. Hey, that's awesome! Yeah. Well, we love it. We love it, and love the perspective that you have. That's really really cool. Thanks. So uh, let's jump into it. So there are lots of different options of materials available. Can you give us an overview of the common stones or man-made materials being incorporated in today's designs, like granite, marble, substone, quartz, quartzite? Kind of give us an overview of what's out there. 
For sure. Um, there's, as we all know, a lot of options. Um, you, The first kind of thing that everybody knows about and that really broke into the stone industry um, when people started shifting away from laminate and mm-hmm. solid surface mm-hmm. is granite. Um, and granite is natural stone that comes from quarries and it's cut into thin slabs and then polished. Um, it's a product of nature. So, uh, there's a lot of variations and characteristics in each slab. Um, they're, they're very strong. It withstands daily wear and tear and more heat resistant than other stones. Um, lots of colors, lots of pattern options. Um, it is a porous stone. Um, something to think about. Um, the price varies on the selection. Um, you can have it honed or leathered for alternative finishes. Um, that's kind of become very popular these days. Um, with granite, um, what I've learned a lot, and while I realize a lot of commercial designers are loving the quartz these days, mm-hmm. which we'll get into quartz, um, they come from different quarries. They come from different lots and mm-hmm. different bundles. And uh, stone could be called the same name, but it can look completely different. So oh. say you're building your house and you start looking, picking, designing, and everybody loves the stone. And I know they love the flooring too, but yeah, they get excited yeah, about their yeah. stone. Um, what you see in January of 2021 might be different if you're looking at natural stone than what we're getting in, in um, say Q3, Q4 of okay. 2021. So that's just something to think about with the natural stones, granite, marble, quartzites. Um, so I just like to, that's something that when I started doing na- natural stone in addition to quartz, cause I really did more quartz mm-hmm. when I started mm-hmm. the natural mm-hmm. stones. Um, the next one is marble. It's also a natural stone from quarries cut into thin slabs. It's a very classic, elegant, high-end, upscale aesthetic. A lot of a lot of people think of marble. They think of Italy. They think mm-hmm. of the mm-hmm. wow factor of it. Yeah. Um, it is... Uh, and, and marble, just to interrupt, that, that would be like... Calcutta and, and things like exactly. that. Exactly. Carrera marble Carrera, is, up, is yep, probably yep. the number, it's up there. Uh, Calicuttas are the more, those are the more high and upscale. Um, there's a lot of different Calicutta options. Um, there is. And does that refer to where it's from? Or like, is that a color name that somebody invented? Ooh, I feel like it's, I think it's from where it's from. Oh, I should know that. Um, a lot of the marbles I feel like come from Italy. Um, ah, okay. And, uh, Seems believe, like they would have run out by now. I believe. <laughs> in Brazil and, I mean, all all over globally. But, um, right, I know. Uh, but I, also with names, it's all uh, different distributors okay. give yeah. different names based on what they're getting in. Um, we like, Everybody likes to use recon- recognizable names, mm-hmm, but mm-hmm. they change from distributor to distributor. As in AG&M, we might have a different name than... Another distributor. In sure, sure. So, okay. okay. Um, but yeah, marble is going to be, uh, it's a gorgeous, uh, gorgeous look. It's, like I said, wow factor. It is more prone to, um, I don't want to push against it because we love selling it, but people just have to know that it is something that can etch and stain over time. So it shows okay. a little more wear and tear. Um, and the thing with that is, is you want to embrace, embrace that, um, it's uh, the patina is what we call it. Kind of like dents and scratches that happen in a wood flooring. They right. tell a story. They tell a I story. Mean, it's, yep, exactly. It's, it's part the, of your family. What we like to say is that these imperfections are a reminder of um, the life that you've lived in your house. Yeah, cool. So there yeah, you go. Yeah. They tell a story. Um, it is maybe it could be called beauty over function, but honestly, all countertops are functional, if you yeah, ask me. Yeah, yeah. So, um, yeah, yeah that's true. 
can't be worried about the, if if you want to do marble, you just have to know you can't really be worried about the maintenance or yeah. upkeep. And honestly, most people who are getting it know what they're getting, yeah, so yeah. they come in wanting it. Yeah, yeah. And that's why we yeah. honestly, yeah. like you said, about keeping up with mm-hmm. the demand right now for some of those higher end marbles. It's it is a we're demand. just trying to keep up. <laughs> it is a high demand. Mm-hmm. Um, soapstone is something that is even since I've been at the at AGM for like I said three years now uh, has. I feel like gone away for a moment. Now it's making a big comeback. Um, another thing that the demand is very high and it may just be our market. Cause we're booming here in Nashville. Yeah. We got people moving from all over everywhere, uh, everywhere. So, you know, it could be that, but I am definitely seeing, seeing a, um, a stronger demand than soapstone. It's a very strong material. Um, it's very heat resistant. That's what people like about it. Everybody thinks a lot of people think soapstone farmhouse, but you really can do a lot with mm. soapstone. Um, we're actually in the process of um, doing a remodel for our showroom, and oh, we're cool. wanting to do. Um, we're actually want to do soapstone in the bar with an integrated sink. Oh, cool! And wall cladding. So oh, you know, we'll see yeah. how that goes. And we can... do you guys make the integrated sinks, or is that that would be the fabricator? The fabricator. Okay. Yeah, not a, no. Uh, that would be. That would be cool if we sold those. But no, that would be uh, – certain companies sell stone sinks or the fabricators are usually the ones that are – if you're doing some kind of cool sink, those are – that's working with a fabricator. Okay. Very on that um, specification. Oh, that's fun. Yeah. Um, A lot of soapstone is used for laboratory tops, uh, stove facings, cladding. Um, Like I said, it's known for its heat, chemical, and stain-resistant properties. Um, It contains quite a bit of talc, which is what makes it – gives it that milky or powdery look. And um, that kind of powdery feel. Um, it's very non-porous, and it, um, which is another thing that sets it apart from granite or marble. Because that's, to me, that's a really big part of the stones is, like, the porosity of them. Because mm-hmm, um, mm-hmm. how far is stuff going to seep in? Like, I had granite, and when, it was always wet around my sink and whatnot. And, you know, I just, mm-hmm. it was because it was porous. Mm-hmm. And now, of course, and it, it's non-porous. What's so um, interesting to me with that is... The visual, none of them look porous. I mean, that's what, especially because they're polished, they Mm -hmm. all look like super smooth and super hard. So to me, I think that's a huge question to ask yourself, you know, what is your level of bother going to be on that? And if you're Mm -hmm. really um, sensitive to imperfection, then like know that going in because that's something I'm just sitting here learning. Like had no idea that, yeah. I mean, I, I've seen ceiling and I, we've had granite installed and they seal it before they leave. But honestly, I haven't really thought about it since. And, <laughs> and it's right. probably one right. of those things that happens over time. And my girls have spilt, you know, juice or whatever and or red wine. They haven't spilt red wine, but <laughs> I've spilt red wine. Uh, and, uh, you know, you have to scrub a little bit and it comes out. And But I haven't really thought about it. But if I had white countertops and not, you know, old school Uba Tuba, that might be something that would bother me if I had a little pink ring or, or whatever that potential issue could be. So, yeah, that's actually a really solid point. Um, and that is something that you and I talked about with maintenance. Um, you the ceiling we recommend and fabricators recommend you do it at least minimum yearly. Yeah, and, yeah. It, and, it, and honestly it has to be done right. Just kind of like anything for it to work mm-hmm. properly. Mm-hmm. Um, and that can help, that can help with some of the, you know, the 
the porosity of the stone, mm-hmm. um, but it's just doing it right and getting it done regularly. It's maintenance. It's yeah, just maintaining. Yeah, yeah. But again, like you said, a lot of people buy their house and don't think they're like, oh, yeah. looks good. I'll okay. do that. Yeah, and, of course. And like you said, um, I feel like back in the day or even just five years ago, like stone was busier. Mm-hmm, like there was mm-hmm. Luna Pearl or Ubatuba, which mm-hmm, is darker mm-hmm. or, you know. Um, Absolute black. Or- yep. Yep, yeah. absolute black. Um, you know, there now people want lighter, whiter. Mm-hmm, um, mm-hmm. You know, we do a lot of Dallas white, and um, drawing a blank on another one. I don't know, different. Just but the like, marbles, like you said, and you know, well, just that clean. Yep, a lot of shadow storm. Yeah. A lot of shadow storm. Um, that's going to show, and that actually is another topic we probably should talk about. But <laughs> uh, we'll get there. Um, the uh, what you said though, you can notice more, I think, with the cleaner looks, mm-hmm. and that's what people are going toward. They don't like as busy of looks. Um, on to staying on topic, <laughs> quartz is another stone option. Um, there's different brands, and it, everybody asks, it is engineered stone, but is made. Um, it is um, it is made with 93% natural uh, natural quartz, and the many colors come from um, creams to browns, grays, whites. Um, it's non-porous. It doesn't need to be sealed. Um, it's resistant to staining and bacteria. And uh, it's easy to fabricate because uh, it is 93% stone and then 7% resins and color and whatnot to make it. And they give it the flexibility. Um, it is not heat resistant. That's a big thing with quartz. Mm-hmm. Um, that's probably the main thing that people have an issue with, mm-hmm. honestly, mm-hmm. meeting with clients. Um, they're so used to granite and marble and saying, I, you know, take my mm-hmm. hot pan out and I set it right on my counter. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. you cannot do that with quartz. Mm-hmm. It will damage. It'll melt. It will. Yes. It's up to a certain degree, but yeah. again, who's going to take a yeah, thermometer? Yeah. Yeah. yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, yeah. 400 degrees. <laughs> yeah, it just, yeah. it, it, we just recommend always have a hot powder trivet. We actually recommend it on all stone because it could crack from underneath, yeah. especially close to edges. Sure, but especially that's just, if the house is real cold or something. And right, you put something hot but that's and, just not something people yeah, do. If yeah. you like to put hot stuff on a countertop, you're going to put hot stuff on a countertop. It's just mm-hmm, mm-hmm. who you are. Sure. I guess. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, so that's something to think about with quartz. Um, the cool thing about quartz, uh, we talked about a minute ago about specifications and commercial applications, is what you see is what you get. Okay. Um, you see in January 2021 and you spec that color and that, um, uh, manufacturer's still making it. That's what you get. Those are the colors you get. Okay. Uh, you don't have to select, you don't have to hand select your quartz slabs. But it does still come in a slab, right? It does. Oh, yes. It comes in slabs. Uh, same three centimeter fit thickness as marbles and granites typically come in in okay. our market. It depends on your area. California, there's a lot of two CM in quartz and natural stone. Okay. But in our Nashville market, um, it's three centimeter. Okay. Um, so they are made in slabs. Um, they're, the sizes vary just like natural stone. Um, but again, you can see a picture of quartz and pick it out. Natural Mm -hmm. stone, we recommend hand selecting. And Mm -hmm. that is the thing with natural stone is you have to hold your slabs and we can only hold for so long, Mm -hmm. so long Mm -hmm. because we are a distributor warehouse, Mm -hmm. you know, Mm -hmm. with inventory that we have to make sure we have available for people. But if you come in and buy it, is that like, can you buy it and you guys hold it? Um, usually if you buy it, your fabricator we'll would hold it. it. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. That's something that people do to get around Just that. Just for, for people who like, if you're building right love. now yep. and you are, everything's a long lead time. Yep. Like, right. Figure out a way. If you love it, buy it. Figure out a way. I don't, you know, you got to work with your fabricator mm-hmm. on that. Mm-hmm. Um, we, we, we don't hold it within spot sure, because sure. the liability, um, the space, mm-hmm. 
uh, et cetera. Mm-hmm. But if you have and, that. And you're, and sorry to interrupt, but your clients are the fabricators. Our clients are the fabricators. Yes. So yes. this, this is an educational overview. You're the fabricator supplier and you're, if you're listening to this, you're probably going to be working with a fabricator that works with AGNM. Right. We, we should have probably clarified that in the beginning. <laughs> so a, AGNM, I guess I skipped over that maybe. Maybe I skipped over that part. No, nope, no. Nope. We are a um, – maybe we didn't get there yet. I'm not really sure. We are a stone distributor. So we deal globally uh, – logistic. we deal with the logistics of getting the stone here. Which and, is easy. Oh yeah, yeah right. Like mm. Very lightweight. <laughs> comes from uh, you know another world away, but yeah. Yeah, super easy. Uh, sarcastic emojicon <laughs> there. So I, uh, it's not. Yes, I when I worked for a fabricator, I kind of wondered why don't we just get yeah, the stone? And yeah. some do. Some yeah. get con- containers, quote, mm-hmm. if you will, on their own, but not they just sourcing yeah. everywhere all the time and having the product on your yard unless you have a massive facility is really it's yeah. a lot to yeah. work. And yeah. some do it, and yeah. that's fine. And you know, that's good. And, but if they don't do it or if they don't have the color they need or whatnot, that's what we're here for. We, but yes, we are the stone distributor and we work with an array of fabricators that work usually with your builder or your cat. If you're building a new home, they're going to work with your builder or your cabinet maker. Okay, and cool. that's kind of, it's kind of a line. Um, a lot of times K and B kitchen and bath mm-hmm. have a uh, fabricator that they like to work with. So mm-hmm. they would recommend work with this fabricator, mm-hmm. Go to this distribution distribution center to pick out your um, distribution warehouse. It's not a distribution center, <laughs> but to pick out your slabs, and we will get them cut and put in for you. So, yeah, it's definitely a logistical thing there. But we, there's one more stone we didn't get to talk about. It's a um, quartzite, which I probably should have said before quartz, but here we are. Whatever, we're just <laughs> real time talk. That's what ha- that's what's happening here. Um, a little ADD between me yeah, and Andrew, yeah, maybe. Yeah, yeah. So, and this one always confuses me. Quartz, quartzite. I always think quartz is the stone, but quartzite is the stone, and quartz is the man-made. Um, wait. What did you just say? Quartzite is the stone, and quartz is the man-made. Right. Yes. Okay. Correct. Um, Which I've always had that quartz I, is the stone, and quartzite because it sounds like it's formica. Very confusing. Formica and quartzite. For some reason, I have those. Hey. Which Formica is a brand name of a laminate countertop. So anyway, off topic again, but <laughs> quartzite is the stone, and it's Correct. really pretty. It's gorgeous. Here we are. Here we are in the stone industry trying to explain the stone industry to you <laughs> and confusing you. Welcome to our podcast. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly, exactly. <laughs> um, but okay, let me try to break it down. I question this as well. Why is quartz called quartz? Like, why couldn't we give it another name? <laughs> yeah, yeah, I don't know. Yeah, yeah, we need yeah, to sit down yeah. with some people and have a conversation. I don't know. Because it's made with quartz pieces. So we had to call yeah, it quartz. Yeah, yeah. I, ugh. Anyways, yeah, trust me. That's a daily. Composite quartz or that's something. A, yeah, yeah, something. Yeah. I mean, that's a daily explanation uh, in, in our field. But, yes, quartz is engineered stone and quartz site. It is actually a metamorphic stone formed from sandstone exposed to extreme heat. Oh, cool. So... It is from quarries, but it's just different from marble and granite because it it's has formed, crystals. Right, it's formed from heat. Okay, um, which is why it has the kind of unusual looks. Quartzite, mm-hmm. you, the difference. Granite usually it has some movement, but it mm-hmm. usually has a little more of the kind of speckles throughout, mm-hmm. and that's you know that's what our clients say. Mm-hmm. I don't want the mm-hmm. speckles, or I do. Like I don't mm-hmm. mind the speckles. Mm-hmm. I like the mm-hmm. so uh, quartzite is going to have the more wavy look usually. Um, 
people come in and say they want a white granite. There really isn't white granites. You can there's the granites called white, mm-hmm. confusing mm-hmm. you again. Mm-hmm. You're welcome. <laughs> um, but they're more creamy or beigey or um, gray toned. Uh, quartzites you can get a little bit whiter, like you're etching your way towards mar- etching. Okay. No pun intended. <laughs> etching your way towards marbles. Um, so basically. It's become popular, I think, the look. There's a lot of color variations in it where I feel like marbles are – there's color variations in marbles, too. So <laughs> it just depends on where it comes from and the the, qual- the characteristics and the quartzite, more properties. Um, it is uh, – it's a very hard – it's very hard surface. Um, the difference – quartzite is harder than granite, so it's pretty durable. It withstands heat very well. Um, quartz is hard, too, but not as hard as quartzite. Um, and the resin used in manufacturing quartz countertops is plastic, so it's prone to melting in heat above 300 degrees Fahrenheit. Oh, Ooh, wow. Yeah. Glad we said that, yeah. not 400. Um, where quartz has advantages over quartzite is that it's less prone to um, denting and chipping because it's more flexible. Uh, both countertop materials can be scratched with sharp objects. Um, a cutting board should always be used. I just now was telling you the difference between quartz and quartzite. Because <laughs> that was what one thing we were going to talk about. <laughs> I like it. That's helpful. That's helpful. Okay. And it's really funny to me when when we just talk about stones, how one is harder than the other. Because they all seem really hard because they're stone. That's a good point. And probably to, probably like, to most I mean, people who, it is. Who's breaking these countertops? <laughs> well, I mean, it's, I, you what know are what? you doing that's a real to good break question. these countertops? It's I mean, actually the so the, that's the a big good question. question. And the main thing, if there is ever chipping or what, really, truly, this is for clients mm-hmm. looking to building home, like you said, education. Um, it's more so in the fabrication process. So you know, sometimes quartzite can be a little bit harder to fabricate and whatnot because it is so hard, mm-hmm, and it has mm-hmm. what you said. It's um, the way it's formed. And, it can yeah. have chip in areas mm-hmm. and whatnot. So that would probably be more so. Within chipping with any stone, like you said, they're all hard. The main thing I hear is like a cast iron skillet on the edge of a sink um, cut out. Uh, or uh, okay. Um, okay. The, I don't hear stone breaking. Or, you know, there's a bachelorette party at Airbnb and they're jumping yeah. on the countertop yeah. and the overhang. <laughs> don't do that. It's dangerous. Not covered under warranty. <laughs> you think it's that hard, but when you got three people up there dancing on a bachelorette party... <laughs> can't hold it. <laughs> so that, I mean, you know, there you don't hear it. You really don't hear it a lot. That's what's so funny. We really are concerned with the hardest. But it's more so inside the industry, dealing with yes. distributors and okay. fabricators. Okay. So. Well, that makes sense. That yeah. makes sense. Uh, so slabs, we generally picture as a horizontal application, tops on top of cabinets. Uh what other applications are we seeing some of these slabs being used for? Uh, most recently, uh, they're get, we're getting crazy with it. We're trying to do all <laughs> kinds of stuff. Um, newly, a lot of people like to do the full height backsplash. Um, oh, yeah. So you That's run pretty. the countertop up the back wall instead of in place of tile to mm-hmm. have less seaming and whatnot. Just yeah. the, the um, what's the look? What's the word? Just the continued right. look. Mm. Oh, okay, I'm drawing a blank. But basically, it just... Matching the uh, backsplash. Which is really pretty. It's gorgeous. Um, and tub surrounds, wall cladding, like I mentioned, like uh, in our show when we're going to do it, um, a bar, our bar area, we're planning to do it behind our bar, okay. up the wall. That's really cool. Um, 
a lot of people are starting to wrap their uh, hoods in stone, Ooh. which is really cool. Oh, yeah, there's one like that at Design Galleria. It's really, really it's pretty. Awesome. We're hoping to do that as well. Yeah. Um, a lot of people are doing, I have in my home, uh, career marble shelves. Oh, uh, instead fancy. of built tins, I did built. Um, my builder did built tins lower. I thought they were mm-hmm, the whole mm-hmm. height, but they were not. <laughs> Building a home is fun. Surprise! Uh, surprise! Mm. So I thought, you know, I'm in the industry. Let's do some stone. So uh, I did on either side of the TV. I did two career marble shelves with oh. gold brackets um, and seagrass wallpaper. Maybe. Oh, mm, it's beautiful. Dang, that yeah. sounds really good looking. It looks good. Yeah. So shelving. Now you got to make sure the guy at Home Depot told me that the brackets wouldn't hold, but they're holding just fine. <laughs> <laughs> so you got to make sure Not you have. Not going to work. <laughs> okay. Make sure you have strong enough brackets. Um, and a lot of commercial applications. Uh, well, and they could also do that floating. You just yeah, and the, the, into the wall. Yeah, you yeah, you just yeah. got to make sure you know somebody. Because stone is yeah, heavy. Yeah, get a just, professional. Yes, get a professional. Yeah. Don't do it on your own. <laughs> DIY is not for yeah, stone yeah, application. Yeah. Uh, so you mentioned earlier how the selection process works. And typically... Um, a fabricator is going to guide a client. Well, probably actually for, for our clients listening to this, their designer or, or, or the, the person on the build team is going to guide a client through uh, some of the basics of this. But as somebody steps into the selection process, um, what, would you recommend a client is equipped with so that they they have a good a good grasp of what they need to know? Um, there's two different things they need to be equipped with, as in like things mm-hmm. and as in like information. Okay. When a client walks in, we the first questions we ask, and it's confusing if you're not in the industry, mm-hmm. and we all we take it for granted. Mm-hmm. Um, granted. Take it for granted. Uh, No pun intended. (laughs) So we ask who their builder um, or designer is Mm -hmm. and if they know who their builder or designer's fabricator is. Okay. And a lot of uh, people know and then people don't know, but Mm -hmm. that's an important thing to know. And Mm -hmm. um, so that is honestly the first thing. If When you're working with a builder or designer, before you go pick out your stone, find out who your fabric stone fabricator is. Um, they most of the time have a, a, a preference. Sometimes they don't. Sometimes they say, you know, you can use who you would like. Um, but if, that way you have that information. Because as a distributor, we have to assign the stone that people select mm-hmm. to an account. Ah, okay. Um, if we don't have a selection for an account, um, we it just is kind of a it's we have a section for it, but it's not as um, when you have an account, then it's more of a there's more feedback on sure, the sure, project sure, and it's more sure. of a solid kind of yeah. this person is getting this stone and this is who's doing it. Mm-hmm, if mm-hmm. it's like we don't know who's doing it, this person wants this stone, there's there then you're kind of going a little bit backwards. But that's fine. It's just information that helps. Okay. Um knowing uh a cabinet installation date. Okay. Huge information. We cannot put the tops in without the cabinets in. And you can't even really start the process until the cabinets are in, right? You can start the processes and come in and see what you like. But the fabricator can't Cannot. Because they have to go and measure the cabinets. they use like lasers. Lasers. And and it's gotten, you know, very advanced. Yeah, yeah. So that we don't make 
Yeah. Not weak. I'm going to, but yeah. so that fabricators don't make Measure error. twice, cut once. Right. You, there's a, you, the thing with stone and this is no, to, no fixing. There's no, there's, there's very little room for error. Mm-hmm. And there, that is, so there's a, a waste factor there mm-hmm. and you do not want a high waste factor or yeah. you are losing money. Yeah. Yeah. So having the cabinets set in place mm-hmm. is crucial mm-hmm. to the countertops. Um, having your budget, um, you know, having an idea as a distributor, we get asked again daily, we get asked about, you know, how much everything costs. We work directly with the stone fabricator on pricing because a material is just a small part of the fabrication process. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, there is, um, I think we'll get into it down the line, but there's several steps in the, in the process. Okay. Um, there is, uh, knowing a material preference uh, we talked about different mm-hmm. options. There is options. Um, I'll never forget. I was finally getting a new iPhone and I didn't realize there was, I don't know, eight different color options. I wasn't prepared. I walked in, they laid out eight colors and I'm like, what? I don't know what I want to do here. It's an iPhone. I can't, I mean, that's ridiculous, but it's seriously, if you're not prepared on like colors that you want or product that you want, when you go in to select something, it makes it a lot harder for you and the person trying to help you. So, so, so a lot of times my clients will come in and they'll have pictures. Mm-hmm. And the funny thing about pictures is, and you know this from being a photographer, is uh, pictures don't necessarily represent reality. A, a picture is just a moment in time. And we can take that. And a lot of times I'll say, well, actually, we did that floor. Here it is. And, you know. They're like, oh, no, that can't be it. And I'm like, no, this is totally it. Like, that's our floor. We installed it. This is it. And, but the pictures are just somewhat deceiving. And not even through edits. I mean, it could be the time of day, the environment. Everything's environmentally Lighting is a big part of it. Mm -hmm. So are pictures helpful for, for your team to help guide? Or is it more seeing to, to understand? Um, I, that was actually material preference. Color preference was my next thing to have in mind. I, I believe pictures are helpful because there is so many color options. Mm. There's so many okay. movement options. It kind of helps narrow down. Mm-hmm. Do they like the granite look or do mm-hmm. they like the quartz look? Do they like the cleaner look or the busier look? Sure. You know, it just, and cause everybody's different. Like mm-hmm. what you like, you and I like, not everybody likes that. Yeah, and you've yeah. got to remember that even, mm-hmm. I mean, we're not the designers I realize, but yeah, even yeah. like we're part of the process of helping educate and letting people design their dream mm-hmm. home or remodel. And I mean, we get asked, what is our opinion? And then you give your opinion, but it's hard. It's always a self reminder. You want to, that person to love what they're doing. Mm-hmm. So a picture helps direct one of like our um, inside sales consultants or me as an outside sell- to what, what material do they is catching their eye? Is mm-hmm. it marble? Is mm-hmm. it quartz? Mm-hmm. Is it? So I, I love, I love a picture. Now, is it going to look just like that? No. And again, it can be deceiving. Photos can be. Um, that's why with natural stone, we select, we recommend hand selecting if possible, sure, which sure. means visually putting your eyes on the stone, mm-hmm. which is part of the complicated process with stone because we you want we want you to visually put your eyes on it, but it has to be within a time period that you're going to be able to purchase the stone. Yeah. So that we're not yeah. just holding, holding, holding. Forward. And you have to picture how that stone's going to be laid out. Exactly laid out and in different lighting. Mm-hmm. So with um, another reason, an, a, a, another 
positive with uh, quartz that people f- positive feedback that we get is that you we have um, samples of that that you can take with you and uh, we try to do some natural stone samples but it's just not as uh, accurate because yeah, it changes quarry to quarry the sample mm-hmm. could and be it, three and months old and, and, and it's, it's just hard different. to get them but yeah. Unless you get them cut, unless we get them cut. Yeah, and then again, like you that. said, with the quarries changing, then it becomes deceiving. Oh, well, I have this sample. Mm-hmm. Why doesn't it look like this anymore? Mm-hmm. Where if you just explain it, yeah, I've learned yeah. that. I've, the, I've yeah, learned that the, kind of the hard, the hard way. way. Yeah, yep. Absolutely. So uh, also you can bring, if you already have your tile selected, some people like to select their tile first for a backsplash. You can bring that in. You, your cabinets, I, I truly believe having your cabinets with you. Mm, that makes sense. Paint colors. Hardwood flooring. Hardwood flooring, shout out to Textures, Nashville Design Collective. I don't know the address here. Um, <laughs> but yes, having those with you, and a lot of people like to walk around and take photos of those materials in front of slabs. Okay, cool. And then, you know, that gives you an idea. It's really funny in the industry how many people trust the iPhone photo. Oh, yeah. More than their eyes. And it's like, yes. and I do almost to a certain extent as well. I'm like, am I seeing things? Let me take a picture that's of That's a it good point. Yeah, that's it. funny. So I just mentioned layout. Are are there standards like with dimensions? You mentioned three centimeters here, two centimeters in California. Are there standards to like slab sizes, thicknesses, things like that? Um, that is a good question. So it depends on the market and the area. Okay. Um, what drives that market area? Um, there is. <laughs> three centimeter and two centimeter are the popular options. Um, it depends on what market you're in. Um, like we said, California, mm-hmm. we have a lot of two CM stock. Um, here we have a lot of three CM stock. We're trying to get more two centimeters so that you can do the wall cladding and the hood oh, wraps. That's and the reason. Another thing that's ah, become popular we didn't mention. It's lighter. Mm-hmm, and going ah. on the wall. Ah. And another thing we didn't mention, fireplace surrounds. That's a big ah. thing that's happening right ah. now. Okay. So it's actually something yeah, we're yep. in the middle of a remodel on that. Yeah. Something we're looking at. Yes. So uh, um sizes are, I don't know, fifty five, uh, sixty um, with by um, anywhere from like 120 to 130, 30, okay. 135 okay. length. Um, that's something that's actually a pretty big deal that you wouldn't realize. But when people are doing um, their islands, mm-hmm. there's only a certain amount of cabinets you can do underneath your island to not have a seam. Is and, nine feet too long? Well, length, you're pretty good. Oh, you're okay. looking at 130. Okay. What is that? Divided by 12? Uh, oh. At least 10. Yeah, at least 10. Perfect. Okay, good. Yeah, you're good. Sorry, that you're was good. self-serving. <laughs> <laughs> it's the width way, right? Yeah, so, like, uh, okay. I tell people, like, don't go, um, heck, to be on the safe side, I mean, you know, 48. What is what is a standard cabinet? I don't know, 48? I don't 24. know. 24. 24, so two. Yeah. So, 48. so 48. Yeah, yeah keep yeah, it 48. Yeah. That was a dumb question <laughs> I should know. I don't know. I know that. I'm just thinking out loud. Um, so 48, just because, um, and I don't. You got to account for overhang because you want to mm-hmm. overhang to be able to slide chairs up underneath. What is the typical overhang? It's different for granite and quartz. Oh, God, I can't like remember. Like an inch and a quarter. Oh, that. Oh, that's typically around the uh, perimeters. Yeah. I'm talking about island, like ah, where okay, you slide the okay. stools. And I, oh, yeah, it's sixteen. It's sixteen inches for stools. Yep, is the typical. Okay, overhead. there you go. Yep, hey, yeah. yep. I thought it was. They can do it as little as twelve, as much as sixteen. Again, I'm going through a remodel, and unfortunately, our house is too small to have an island that has stools. But um, we discussed it, and with that, and the walkway pass, and blah blah blah. 
So that is fresh to me. Well, um, and it's only, and it's the twelve to sixteen. I think it's like a certain amount you can have without a. There's you have to have brackets. Corbels or whatever. Yep, corbels. Yep. yep. So you just, that's just, those are questions to ask. But definitely the main thing I see and daily is how big can you get this slab? And I'm like, I mean, you know, it only gets like so big yeah. where you just have to have a seam, which yeah. is fine. It yeah. seems fine. Yeah. But it, I think there's like a. I don't want to see, like, people just don't want to see. So, mm -hmm. you know, it just depends on what you want. Very cool. Very cool. So, um, what impacts pricing? Um, it, uh, it's kind of like anything. I feel it's, it's, uh, supply and demand availability, kind of mm -hmm. like, you know, diamonds or whatnot. Mm -hmm. It's, um, uh, the, the, uh, Land of the amount that the stone cost us from the quarry. Mm -hmm. So, um, you know, color certain color patterns vary um, so on cost. It's which product, like if you're doing like there's <laughs> stone industry here to confuse you. Mm -hmm. Welcome. <laughs> um, there's different ranges in different categories. So, marble has like a, a lower like cost marbles mm -hmm. and higher cost marbles. Mm -hmm. Quartz is the same way. There's, I mean, Metro Quartz, we have eight. Eight levels. Mm -hmm. So oh, wow, jeez. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Good, better, and, best, bestest, yep. bestest. Uh, best. Yep, yep. So yep. basically, with the with the court side of it, it's movement. Um, like the more movement, a lot of times, the more movement. Not all the time. It's just you know, but a lot of times, the more movement is going to be a higher category. Mm -hmm. Um, it's probably also going to you know be higher in the fabrication category because you need to line that movement mm -hmm. up to make everything flow and go and look great and beautiful like you want. Um, but in the marbles, it's availability. Okay. Like, is there a lot of something? Is mm -hmm. there not a lot of something? Mm -hmm. Right. Um, like we do a, a beautiful stone, but we and we do a lot of shadow storm and fantasy brown, mm -hmm. and uh, they're a, a competitive good price point for marbles. Okay. Um, and. Uh, then you know, there's like Calicuttas are a little more rare. Not a little; they're more rare. Mm -hmm. okay. Um, so we're gonna be, you know, they're higher end, uh, they're higher end look. They're more rare, that kind of thing. So, so almost everything we're here in the middle of 2021, or just beginning of Q2 2021, when we're talking about this, the industry as a whole, and I mean, I guess the entire economy, we're seeing higher prices across the board. Have you, has your industry experienced price increases in the last six, nine, 12 months? Uh, um, you know, we have, yes, yeah. everybody yeah. has. Yeah. Um, and that's real fun being a salesperson oh, yeah. and the no, messenger, I mean, it's, it's, you know? Yeah. Um, but we, we can have, only guarantee prices for between five and 15 days right now. I mean, oh, wow. Yeah. The number of commodities are moving so fast. It's crazy. It's everything in our industry and it's just, um, it's pretty, what, what did you, we're in April, 2021 right mm -hmm. now. Almost um, May. Almost May. Uh, very crazy times, very busy times. Um, yes, there's been a lot, there's a lot of volatility on, um, globally. Um, with, freight, with I would freight. have to imagine is really would impact it, uh, stone it, that's being imported. It is. I doubt coming, they put it on a plane. No, they come on containers. Um, and actually, on that note, while we're here, there was something that I really liked that we yeah. had to talk about, kind of about the entities of like what AGM mm -hmm. is and what like a fabricator is. Mm -hmm. I feel like mm -hmm. we talked about it, but skipped yeah, around yeah, it. Yeah. Um, but yeah, there has been um, increases. So basically, do those increases are due to logistics, like mm -hmm. you said, freight mm -hmm. on the water. Um, and that's your specialty. From, it yes, it is. This, yeah, dealing with. Um, 
dealing with different quarries, ocean freight, slab cell projections because the time it takes to get to us from other countries. Um, we're talking ships, trains, trucks, um, lots of moving parts. Um, fabricators have lots of moving parts too. Mm-hmm. Um, we'll get into that in a minute, but yes, that all affects the cost. Um, availability of containers. Right now we're seeing an issue with availability of containers. So, you know, those are all things. And that's literally the container. The container. It's, yeah, like they don't have enough And that's containers. not just us. That's everything. No, that's, that's everything that every, you buy. Everything you buy. Anything you see in a Walmart or a Costco, like it's so everything. So what, what I've read and heard is basically what happened because people couldn't travel or do yeah. anything. They were buying stuff. Mm-hmm. And so the and the, the yeah. amount of containers needed. Trust and now me. the containers are just sitting. Yeah. Yeah. Because they're like, oh, people yeah. are kind of starting to move and travel again. Mm-hmm. So there's still a lot of stuff being bought, obviously. I mean... Certain markets are booming with housing stuff, but it's just there's just a it, kind of a yeah. logistical nightmare, yeah. if you yeah. will. Um, but yeah, the pricing's kind of. I, I did see a cool report in the Wall Street Journal a few days ago, and again, we're just to put this in perspective. We're about May first, twenty twenty one, that the head of the Port of Los Angeles, which is the largest, I believe I have this right. It's a very large import port mm-hmm. and export mm-hmm. port for the U.S. But they've increased capacity tremendously. And he believes if they do the right things, the the issues that we're seeing with logistics by the beginning to midsummer should be back to normal levels. So that was some really good news right now. They had, or uh, during this report, I think they had 35 cargo vessels on anchor off port. Oh, wow. And he said, and for an average anchor time of like 96 hours. Mm -hmm. And he said, typical, they would have zero ships with zero anchor time. Wow. So it was, was, or if there was an anchor time, it was like three hours. Yep. Like nothing. And there would be one or two. So it was really kind of mind blowing to see that. But basically ships come in, they have to sit for a week and then they have to sit once they get offloaded Mm -hmm. off the ship. Mm-hmm. So it's a pretty, pretty fascinating thing. I mean, that's why we're hearing it in every, that's, I mean, that we're, I've, I've, I have a lot of friends in the industry. We're hearing it in the, um, uh, friend in the, uh, plumbing industry, mm-hmm. hearing it. Heck, she was saying there was like a shortage on some, on uh, PVC pipe and uh, something about toilets. And I'm like, what? That's, <laughs> that's not good. I don't know. So plenty of know. toilet paper, but now no toilets. <laughs> Great. But uh, I don't know. I don't know. And then uh, appliances are definitely, you know, they're 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 dealing with, uh, because they're probably sitting on the yeah, containers yeah, in the yeah, ocean, exactly. ninety six hours. Exactly. Well, yeah, I mean, appliances um, are nutty. Furniture, everything. Yeah. Uh, so I want to switch. We've talked a little bit about interior materials. What are people using exterior for, like exterior kitchens? What would you? Obviously, it's stone. It didn't grow inside, so I would assume it's probably pretty good for outside. In obviously not extreme temperature swings, etc. But what do you see people using for like outdoor applications, like an outdoor kitchen? Uh, we we recommend granite. You do? Um, okay. Yep, yep. Cool. We recommend granite, and you can do leather. Um, oh yeah, yeah. We a lot of people like leather granite outside. 
You can do, depending on if it's covered or not, you can do some quartz sites as okay. well. Okay. Um, I recommend asking your fabricator or, um, yep, and seeing what, kind of what they okay. what they approve on that. and Because it kind of depends on if it's covered or not covered. It depends on the color. But a lot of people just do dark granite. I'm hoping to do an outdoor, um, like, countertop area. And I'm, I'm like, I kind of want to do, like, a, you know, do a lot of color quartz site just to be, you know. Just to kind of be a test yeah, on that yeah, and see yeah. how it goes. And because we're not sure, I mean, not that we're not sure, but it varies. It yeah. varies based on well, elements. And, and like, like you here in, in Tennessee, we have pretty extreme swings. We, and yes, we do. So, so. we, uh, to be on the safe side, we usually recommend, like, um, like I said, a, a granite. And okay. usually a lot of times it's darker just so it doesn't rust and yeah. the elements don't show up as, as much. So, so s- this is kind of a question you have experience on the fabrication side. Uh, and I just kind of want to pick your brain a little bit, you know, waterfall edges, special shapes. Um, talk to us a little bit about that and those trends that we see, because I think like a waterfall edge on an Island is absolutely beautiful. Uh, I agree. I love it. You know, so yeah. tell me a little bit about, about that. And- um, yeah, those are, like you said, we're seeing that everywhere. Um, and they're very popular. It just depends on kind of your budget and what you want to spend and do. Cause that is going to be more on the labor side. Cause you have to, um, manually 45 degree angle, um, mm. fabricate a lot of hand polishing and whatnot. So there that's, there's more material used in the more labor used, but it is, I mean, it's, yeah, it's absolutely gorgeous. And, so. and most fabricators can do like specialty shapes, right? Yeah. You just got to ask your fabricator. It just depends. I mean, they, they each have their own, you know, their own, uh, how much they want to, they can do and will do. Mm-hmm. Um, and a, a lot of, you know, they can do, it just depends on the fabricator and what they're comfortable with. Okay. Um, so, yeah, waterfall, like I said, wall cladding earlier, fireplace surrounds, um, shelving. Those are just different kind of areas. Shapes, I mean, I've seen it with, like, quartz. Mm-hmm. And there's a thing that I learned about um, within the past year or two. Um, if the quartz is thin enough, like thermoforming, oh. where you heat it to a certain degree to shape it to a, um, like, if you want to do, like, curvy, you know, wall. Wall That's cladding really cool. or reception area or whatnot. That's it's really, really cool. cool. It's yeah. definitely not, you know, it's yeah. not going to, yeah. it's not cheap to do, yeah. but yeah. it, um, it's really cool. So when yeah, there's design matters when design yeah. matters. Right. <laughs> yes. So, uh, okay. So I'm going to, I'm going to kind of wrap up here and, and throw you a curveball. Um, I have two questions for you. And so I'll give you the one that I think you can probably speak to most objectively. Where do you see the industry headed from a design perspective? Like, what are the upcoming trends that we should be aware of? So, I um, I think everything's cyclical. Mm-hmm. Um, I crazy enough, we're getting for <laughs> we're, we're no, we're getting requests <laughs> for like warmer yeah colors yeah, yeah, again. Yeah. yeah, so that's kind of happening. I do think what we've been talking about is kind of seeing what you can do with stone, like the that cool shape, a cool design. Mm-hmm. Like how how kind of how wild can you get mm-hmm. with it? How creative mm-hmm. can mm-hmm. you get with it? Um, stone, any anything, wood, anything. Mm-hmm. Just kind mm-hmm. of what can we build? What can mm-hmm. we design that is going to look different? Cool. Sure. Um, different materials, like you, like we, me, you, and I had this conversation. I think um, I think stone is going to keep saying popular in courts i mean by the day the designs get better and better they Mm. look more realistic within marble since i've been doing it six seven years um just the designs have just they they uh, they have more depth they have more um 
just that real look to them. Mm-hmm. Um, so I think that's going to continue. Um, and then we talked about porcelain coming in for different finishes, surfacing, um, just seeing what we can do with porcelain. Cause as and, that and porcelain is kind of the next evolution because it's like, I think so. I think it depends on the market and again, the fabricators mm-hmm. and them, you know, deciding on, Hey, we want to do this or we don't because it, it's different equipment from ah, stone. Okay, okay. So it's all based on, you know, availability of, you know, the person who knows what they're doing with the okay. applications. So here's the curveball question for you. Oh, you mentioned <laughs> a young family, you love design. You're an interior photographer. And thanks for the uh, shout out on my photography. Yeah, yeah. Interior <laughs> photographer. So Making nice photography. You, 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 see, you, see great, you see great interiors. If you were one of your clients, what would you come in and choose? Like what draws you? What are your what are your favorites? And would you go I mean, quartz? Would you go quartzite? Would you go granite? We're talking interior kitchen. That's like color. Tell me color and and stone type. I love this question. It's really not that big of a curveball because at this time I'm working with um, Powell Architect. Ah. Powell, Powell Design Build. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sorry, Katie. Yeah. Shout out to Katie <laughs> Vance. Um, on a remodel for AGM. So okay, it's not okay. my house. Okay, but hey. But I am have had sit in meetings with selections and we're doing a kitchen, we're doing a bar, we're doing a fireplace. Um so do you, are you saying if it was my house or just what I would just pick? what so what did you picture what did you pick for the kitchen? So for the kitchen we're doing the craziest calicutta we can source. Nice. Okay. Um and we want some browns in it. Yeah. And that's what we're doing. So there you go. It's right on that with right on point with what I said. Um we're doing um, different quartzites um, okay. colors. We're okay. going to try to have some quartzite colors um, and uh, just some cool different things. So things um, with personality. Things with personality. Yeah. Uh, Letting the natural elements kind of. Yep. We want to do some backlighting on some stone. Oh, cool. So that might be. Yeah. What kind is that where you can do the backlighting? Uh, why am I drawing uh, a blank? Is it? Oh, um, uh, uh, onyx. Onyx. Yep. Yeah. Yep. I love that. Onyx yep. Look. That so we're trying cool. to, so I, you know, as you asked me that and I'm yeah. getting to do it, which yeah. is kind of, okay. Over, it's amazing and overwhelming all at once. Yeah. But it is. It's always like, interesting to put ourselves in our client's shoes. A hundred percent. Like I can sit here, I could help a hundred people today with selections and boom, we could have them all done by the end of the day. And it's your house. Oh, your, um, like it's. You terrifying. can't decide. Yeah. 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 I think it, um, I agree with that. It is, and it's, I love, I love being on the client side of it. I mean, I got out, honestly, I've, I've learned a lot from get being a client. Like Mm -hmm. I've moved from a spec home to a home that I built with, from a selection center, Mm -hmm. not a custom, but you know, and I learned a lot and, Mm -hmm. um, what I liked about it, didn't like, Mm -hmm. um, how hard it is. Mm -hmm. So I can, I feel like I can empathize. Right. Absolutely. Um, yeah. Well, this has been fantastic. Uh, I've learned a lot, and it's time for Great. it is time for rapid fire. Um, so, what do you do to unwind and relax? Oh, I love to sit on the back porch with a glass of wine. Yeah, there you go. Listen to some go. chill tunes. Yeah, cool, cool. <laughs> uh, favorite charity? Uh, we do the Light the Night Walk every year, in memory of my mama. Okay, um, very cool. Yep. Very cool. Uh, what is the last great TV show or movie you watched? Uh, we watched uh, Yellowstone. Yeah, was, that's a good one. Yeah, it was a good one. It was a great one. It was a really good one. 
Uh, my older sister was visiting today, and she found out that you can rent that ranch. Oh. And it's only $35,000 a night. <laughs> but you can rent it. We need and, to get a group. Uh, we yeah, need to get no, into, hey, yeah, industry exactly. event. Yeah, Who wants to do that? That would be great. Textures and AGM. Yeah, Let's join uh, up. Yeah. yeah. If you guys cover 33000 of it, we can do it. <laughs> but you guys are global. Or, so, oh, yeah. yeah we're, well, be a drop in the bucket. Yeah. Four nights. No yeah. problem. <laughs> we'll, we'll talk more about that. Yeah, yeah. What is your most used emoji? I everybody jokes on me and says I talk with emojis. Um, <laughs> I love them all. I can't. I, I love the hearts. I love the kissy face. The raise the hands. I, I high five or prayer hands. I, you yeah, know, they're yeah. all just yeah. And it's bad though because I'm not about that, but I'm about you yeah, know what I mean. I, like I don't yeah. want to be talking, yeah, but yeah. it's also kind of fun. Yeah, like no. and, and it actually. It's personable. And it communicates context almost way better. Well, and my, I'm a, I'm, I'm a tone text reader, which Mm, is probably a female, mm -hmm. female thing because my husband's (laughs) like, you can't read tone and text or email. I, I always I, assume the worst. I'm a tone, right, I'm a tone text. So I'm like, if somebody throws an emoji in there, I'm like, oh, we're good. Uh, oh yeah, yeah, solid. Yeah, 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 hey, yeah, yeah. yep, that's bump, We're good. Yep. Um, if you could choose any two famous people to have dinner with, who would they be? This is a this is a hard one for me because I'm not. I I actually was thinking about this um, and, uh, recently. I don't. Weirdly, I don't like idolize any yeah, celebrity. Yeah, is that not? Yeah, cr- I mean, yeah. but okay. I so know. on. I mean, I, I don't. I don't. I don't know. I've never been like that. But I guess I'll say. Uh, I guess I'll say just because I love some good music. Um, I love Casey Musgraves oh, and I love Chris good. Stapleton. So, oh, that'd you know, be a maybe, great dinner. Maybe a back porch concert. That could with be them. local. Local, just come on yeah, up. Hey, yeah. come on out to Thompson Station. Yeah, uh, that'd be have, easy for him. Yeah, sit by the fireplace and yeah. you know I love I love just listening to the guitar while. Yeah. Hanging out. Oh, that's great. That's yeah. very good. Watching the sunset, golden hour, go. maybe. There you go. Yeah. That sounds fun. Yeah, okay. it does. It does sound fun. Megan, thank you so much for being our guest and sharing a great perspective. Ladies and gentlemen, until next week, I am Andrew Denny, and thanks for listening to Couture and Construction. Thank you for listening to yet another inspiring episode of KOTOR and Construction. Please make sure to rate and review us on Apple Podcasts. And if you like us, please remember to share with your friends, family, and industry professionals.